going to be a slobber knocker. As they say, anything can happen on WrestleOst. Welcome to WrestleOst Falls. The sniper. Hello, everybody, and welcome to WrestleOst. There's a couple of interesting things to talk about that have happened throughout the week. So to get it going, Johnny. No. First, we'll start off with. No. Did you hear the rumor that in WWE creative, there's still tentative plans to bring the white six with Uncle Howdy as the leader? I heard something about that. They want to continue Bray's plans. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I heard. He, here's, okay, this is how we're going to start off. All right. How we're <laughs> Here we go. I've heard, like, ever, ever since his passing, right? That was the immediate question. Like, we we gave it a little bit of time, but obviously people are going to talk as to what's going to happen because you, you figure they're going to want to have something in place in his memory. So, yes, I do think eventually they will do something, but I would understand if they don't. But it's it's been a lot of back and forth. A lot of, yes, we're going to do something. No, we're not going to do anything because we don't think we can do it right without him. But I've always, ever since it happened, one of my thoughts was, Bo Dallas is right there. Who would know better than his real-time, real-life brother as to what his plans were going to be? So if they really wanted to do the Wyatt Six still in memory of Bray Wyatt, I'd be down for it. Because as long as you involve Bo Dallas, I think they're going to get it somewhat right. Well, there may be more of a chance of that happening now because the speculation is that uh, Man is no longer a part of creative Now that the merger is complete, Endeavor has, and this is a quote they call Code Knight and Triple H as head of creative. And since it's just relegated pretty much just a figurehead in the company. He has no say in, in what goes on creative or, or otherwise. Which, which is what we wanted all along. <laughs> yeah, which is something that should have been done a long time ago. I'm, I'm just glad it's finally happening and yeah, I, a lot of stuff was going to be different after the merger, and this is a step in the right direction. And, and now, and since, since the merger, uh, I, this here's an interesting number. Number because Vince 
like we said, he doesn't need to be there anymore. He has three billion dollars worth of stuff in the new TKO. Right. That's a lot of stuff. That's twice what the the Powerball was worth this week. <laughs> By the way, someone won it, right? Yes, in California, like just like the last couple billion dollar winners. Fucking asshole in California. Shit. Sorry. I, I just really wanted that money. I, I mean, we, we, we were, I mean, they say you should never talk about your plans, what you want to do when you win the lottery, but we were. Yes. Oh, yeah. We had a whole list of people that we wanted to rescue from our, our job. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to save a whole bunch of people. And, and then the rest, sorry, but fuck off. <laughs> I and, be a yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Andrew would have been included in, in, in the people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd be he's included in the plan. So, since, uh, again, since Triple H is in charge of creative, there's word now that, that World Games is going to be planned for Survivor Series. But uh, right now, it's just <laughs> one World Games match. And what they're probably going to do is probably have the Judgment Day versus Cody, Jey Uso, Tammy, and Kevin Owens. Which, you can do that even though Kevin Owens is now on SmackDown. But since Cody Rose is now one half of the uh, Undisputed SmackDown, that means he can be on both shows. Yeah. So excuse me for up this I'm all down for war games happening. I knew it was going to happen somewhere. But it's going to happen at Survivor Series, and they are going to do this Cody versus Bloodline stuff. Yeah, man. I think it could be very interesting to see, but we need, we need to go ahead and move forward quickly with this Roman Reigns. Dropping the title. Also, Fightful has reported that Survivor Series is the tentative date for the return of Randy Orton. Yeah, we we weren't too sure of Randy Orton because because of his injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. We we said it would be right <laughs> for him to stay away, but now now that this rumor is running around for Survivor Series, he he might be back, and we'll we'll just see how how he presents himself and how healthy he's looking because I heard <laughs> that he's jacked. <laughs> Uh, I, mean, he, I mean, he's been out for 18 months, so, yeah, uh, you know, he's had nothing better to do, right? Yeah, other than rehab, yeah. lift weights and shit, and uh, get, get bulk as fuck, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone that we'll, we won't be seeing in Survivor Series and may not, may not see in WWE is CM Punk. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
again, Fightful Slate reported that there there haven't haven't been any talks between teams like in WWE. But like they say with WWE, you never say never. See, here's the thing. I, I don't discredit anyone. I, I just give what I think, give my thoughts on the situation. And here's what I think. I think it, it, I think there's a very good chance that it might happen, but it's going to take a lot of work because a lot of the main roster high up talent have issues with CM and that need resolved. One of them being Roman Reigns, you're a current <laughs> champion. So if this is going to happen. Things need to get resolved first, then figure out the deal. And if, if it ends up working for both sides, cool. But this, and, and again, I'm not discrediting anyone, but this could be WWE's way of trying to hide it. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what's happening. All I'm saying is. Why would you want this secret out? You know? That's just what I think. If it is going to happen, it's going to be a secret. And WWE is going to say whatever they need to say to whoever they need to say it for it to stay a secret. I hide him in a suitcase. I don't know how you bring Sam from him, but. <laughs> So last Saturday on, on, on Collision, we saw uh, FTR lose the tag titles to Big Bill and, and Ricky Stark. This is uh, reportedly not not some, not somewhat due to an injury. Uh, Cash Wheeler is dealing with bruised ribs, but it's actually more of a storyline to give Ricky Stark and Big Bill a, a push for a, a rematch later on. So um, we might be seeing FDR regain those fairly soon. I know anything can happen in the rest. Well, they're not too injured. They're on the screen now fighting. So <laughs> yeah, like I say, he can deal with that. Yeah, I had bru- I had bruised ribs for a month. Yeah, <laughs> you, got, you got FDR. Copeland and Ryan Danielson in the ring standing tall. <laughs> so <laughs> they're not too hurt. <laughs> yeah. It, it it was just it just caught me off guard to the point where I texted Johnny like, what the fuck just happened? As yeah. soon as it happened. So yeah, uh Going back and forth with the titles, uh, AEW does that a lot recently with yeah. a lot of titles. Yeah, we, we, well, we saw that again recently because of injury. Uh, John Moxley was supposed to face uh, Ray Phoenix uh, for a rematch on the on the Tuesday night, uh, the title Tuesday Dynamite. But he was pulled that afternoon because he still, still wasn't cleared. Still wasn't cleared. 
So Orange Cassidy replaced him, and, and they decided to go ahead and put the title back on Orange Cassidy because Ray Phoenix is, is also dealing with some injuries. <laughs> yeah. And and the, everything was been turned around. The, the Reportedly that uh, Shibata was supposed to face Moxley at Wrestle Dream for the for the international title. So. Yeah, there's uh, it's a lot of injuries going around in AEW, but yeah. luckily you got a lot of people that can step up yeah. and be worthy of the title, and it yeah. actually feels like they are worthy of it. And, and now that Orange Cassidy has the title again, it's going to build to another uh, rematch with Moxley. And as long as they're both healthy, I'm good with it. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I think I think Moxley's. I think they'll put it back on him just because he he didn't have a proper title run. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I, he like he needs a lot of things right now, but. If you want to give him an awesome title run, I'm down with that. Still waiting to see when he's going to take his vacation. Like, <laughs> let's not be petty here and keep him around when he deserves a vacation as well. But, hey, that's up to him on when he wants to take that. But if he wants a solid title run first, I say go for it. So, like I just mentioned, AEW did have a title Tuesday uh, on, on the Tuesday night because of uh, the the National League uh, Division Series on PBS on Wednesday, uh, and they com- were competing head to head with NXT. NXT they had the first thirty minutes commercial free, so Tony Khan came out and said Dynamite was going to be thirty minutes commercial free. <laughs> Ended up being 46 minutes commercial free with a 14 minute overrun at the end. Uh, whereas NXT also had an overrun, NXT brought out a bunch, bunch of main roster stars uh, Asuka, John Cena, uh, Cody Rose, Paul Heyman, Sosakoa, and and uh, appearance from The Undertaker for no, no apparent reason. Hmm. Yeah, and guess what. NXT beat Dynamite in the rating. Uh, uh, NXT got 900, 900 plus, almost a million, to Dynamite 600 plus. Uh, and and the, the appearance of Adam Copeland is not helping AEW like they thought they, they were. Their attendance numbers with the, their live tapings have been down, very down. Like Dynamite for the Tuesday night drew less than 4,000. Collision last Saturday only drew 2,500 fans. Yeah. Okay, so here's, and this this is an on-the-spot question. So if you don't have like a very good answer, that's fine. I just want you to give your thoughts on it. Why do you think that is? Why do you think they're not drawing that many people? I think uh, it, this also has to, it has to do with competition because 
WWE on notice have either 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 a couple weeks ahead or a couple weeks behind. They're booking their shows in the same cities as Dynamite as AEW is. Like like uh, like AEW had a show in Colorado, and WWE also had a show in Colorado. Like maybe two weeks after that, you know, it, and and uh, you know, it just depends whose tickets go on sale first. And who's who's a fan of what? Like 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 for us, for 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 instance, you know, uh, we got Raw coming here next next week, but then we also got to remember that winter is coming, coming in December. Right. Even some people can't, can't do both. Right. Right. Some people we, can't afford to do both, so we can't they afford to do both. One or the other. <laughs> and we actually chose not to do. We did Raw last year. We chose not to do it this year. Just because Raw hasn't been a, a good product lately. Uh, even though we did do both last year, it, it, I mean, it might well, y'all did. I didn't. Did. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, like, my, like you said, some people have to choose either or. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. It just might be. I hate to say this, but there might be such thing as too much wrestling. <laughs> yeah like that's the unfortunate thing but before I get into it I just want to give a quick shout out to Polar Knights because he said he loves this show it's the perfect evolution of beard growth <laughs> thank you <laughs> I, I actually I just try uh, try real quick I've actually gone down to shaving one, once a week there you go no, ain't nowhere. A razor ain't coming nowhere near this thing. This thing. I cleaned up. I cleaned up Friday. <laughs> yeah, I, I I used to clean up Sunday Sunday night or Monday morning. When I I used to I used to shave like every day, but <laughs> I, I I realized that I can. There's I no can, point. I can cut five minutes of my morning by not shaving. Yeah. I did or not shave at all and you just save a whole bunch of time. But that that's just <laughs> but to go back to the question I asked, um yeah, it, it could be a combination of things. Maybe like you said, it's sometimes there's just too much of a good thing is a great problem to have, but Something has to suffer, and it looks like AEW is suffering a little bit right now with their live attendance. But there's always going to be a poor fan base that are always going to be at your shows. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes with with the right story and the timing just hits, and the attendance can be right up there again. Yeah, like I'll, I'll give you another. I'll, I'll throw something else in because, like I said, we got Raw coming next week. Winter's coming in December. Next month in November, the same venue that's hosting Winter's coming is going to host New Japan. Yeah, yeah, which we still need to talk about later on. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Andrew, what do you think about it all? Ah. 
Well, I know why this. I know why AEW had less numbers this week because they changed days. If you change days, you're, some of your fans are not going to know when you're going. Right. NXT is a Tuesday night staple, so they got their fan base already there. Not to mention, uh, didn't didn't the TNT screw up the time when when they when they made the promoted it? Yeah. Yeah. And so people didn't know when it was going to be, because <laughs> I think they promoted six, but it waited till seven to come on or something. Yeah, like I think wasn't Collision supposed to come on at six tonight? That's what they was promoting all day long. Yeah, or all, uh, all, all Tuesday. Yeah, because I was I was watching another video and I was like, oh crap, it's already after six. And I put it on, and it's like, no, it's not there. It's Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> so I finished watching Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've seen Ant Man because of that same problem. But <laughs> yeah, like, like they were advertising Collision tonight for <laughs> six Central. Yes. So the fact uh, again, it's the same confusion. I don't know who is in charge of ultimately making sure the time slot is advertised correctly, but this is a bad problem to be having right now. Yes. It, it seems like it seems like AEW just can't catch a break with their contracts right now because they <laughs> seem to be having a lot of issues. As to advertising the days and the times correctly, yeah, and it also didn't help either WWE or or AEW on Tuesday that there there was a there was a, a couple of baseball games on that night for the uh, the AL the American yeah. League yeah. and our our hometown Rangers uh, are undefe undefeated in the playoffs. Undefeated, fought <laughs> <laughs> in the ALCS with Sharks tomorrow um, against Houston. <laughs> Two yeah. Texas teams, right? Yes, uh, but yeah. So I'm and, not, I'm and, not a baseball guy, but <laughs> I understand the situation. Yeah, uh, but you know I. We we just had the the NHL season start, NBA season about to start start next week, and if I'm not mistaken, didn't Rampage start like two minutes earlier last night? Because it was only eight fifty nine, and I I turned TNT, and the first match was already on, and I I looked at the guide and I was like, NBA basketball is still supposed to be on. Yeah, and then Dynamite or Rampage was starting at nine. So yeah, basketball game probably went off early, and they didn't have nothing to kill time. <laughs> I guess so. I I, I, I guess Shaquille O'Neal and and uh, and Charles Barkley couldn't argue anymore. <laughs> keep commentary going for a little bit, man. Come on, either that or their clocks are off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because also. Like SmackDown's been ending a little bit early. Well, Seth, SmackDown always ended early. They're they're never two hours long. They ended eight fifty seven. Yeah, because yeah. because they got to advertise the local news. Yeah. So I I'm always used to having a couple of minutes there to run off and if I need to do anything, grab some water, 
or do anything like that before AEW starts. And so I flip the channel and I walk off. And I showed up and we're well into match number one. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't miss much. But still, if you walk away for one or two minutes on AEW TV, you're going to miss a lot of action. Yeah. So, yeah, that that was something that happened that I wasn't ready for. Yeah. All right. Uh, and to go ahead and end, end this news on, on a, a lighter note, uh, I saw that uh, Kofi Kingston has had a library library named after him in Ghana. Yeah, that's cool. At, uh, yeah. at the ribbon cutting ceremony, yeah, earlier today, and you know that's cool. And at, at the moment, I didn't knew I didn't know all the details as to what it was. But it's it's more than just a library. It's like a media center. Yeah. So computers, projectors, internet, the whole bit. Everything you can think of that can come with pretty much a technology center. That that's what that's what he has over there now. So yeah, props to Kofi for doing that shit over in Ghana, like I, I just hope the place stays safe because if recent events haven't proven how this world is, it, it can be a dangerous place. Yeah, but I, I think that I, I, I think that's a pretty, that's a safe part of Africa. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just hope it stays that way, man. It's South Africa. You got to worry about. Okay. Those mean streets of. Johannesburg. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Well, I just like I said, I just hope the place is able to thrive. People are able to, you know, take advantage of what's been provided by Kofi. So hell yeah, that was an awesome thing to see happen today. Props to Kofi for that. Yeah. And that's the news. Now I, I was thinking about one more thing that I forgot, I forgot now. So <laughs> well, if, sometimes it comes back around and yes, yes. So, we'll have to see if so now that we've gotten the news in there, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, go into our moments of the week. So I'm gonna go over to Johnny and get his moment for WWE this week. Okay, so the last time when we had a podcast, which has been a couple weeks, we had to take a review. Uh, but uh, I didn't have anything for WWE. I do this week. Uh, again, since Vince is no longer in creative, last night was the so-called season premiere of SmackDown. Even though when I looked on the guy, it said episode 41 of season 25. But anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, but Triple H came out. And, you know, just, you know, welcome the fans. Uh, and he had Adam Pierce in the ring with him. He congratulated Adam on, on the job he's been doing as the uh, WWE official for the last few years. And he told Adam, he said, you're getting a promotion. He said, 
you're going to be the new Brawl general manager. So after three plus years, we or maybe I think five years now, we, we're getting general managers back. Uh, and he, he announced after Dominic came down and got got food as all hell <laughs> to where he, even even Triple H himself said I thought they were ju- I thought they just piped in the food <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but he Triple H taking shots at Dominic yes I, lo- I, lo- I loved it but he introduced the new Smackdown general manager uh, former NWA and Impact World Champion Nick Aldis which means that both your general managers are former NWA champions. Hell yeah. Uh, but Nick Aldis also had had a good line <laughs> when he when he addressed Dominic he said he said I'm I'm a big fan of your father or of your dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a good one. The dead uh, beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, funny enough, bringing since you brought up Rey Mysterio on that real quick, yeah. I just want to give a quick note. So I don't know if y'all know that Logan Paul had a boxing match today against Dylan Dennis. Um, I know I, I don't keep up with Logan Paul. Okay, so that happened. And he won. There was a little controversy afterwards where both both uh, camps started going at each other. They went into the boxing ring and they started throwing fists and shit. Like it was it was a clusterfuck. But in the interview after that they did with Logan Paul, mm-hmm. he he called out Rey Mysterio. So they might be setting up a match. Between Logan Paul and Rey Mysterio. My question is why? I don't know, but <laughs> it's because it's because Logan Paul has a WWE contract and he needs a new, a new storyline. Yeah, but hey, look if if any of the matches we have seen from Logan Paul have taught us anything is love him or hate him, he's going to give you a hell of a show. So. As long as they work safely together, cool. But just had to throw that in there. So back to Nick. Back to Nick Aldis. Uh, he he made an immediate impact backstage <laughs> by he uh, made an impact uh, on WWE. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Funny. Yeah. Um, but by uh, actually putting Charlotte there in the match uh, against EO for the for the women's title next week, which. Isn't the best of decisions, to be honest, <laughs> because we all know we all know where that's going to end up, more than likely. As long as Charlotte don't win, I'm. But for maybe it. maybe not because Charlotte turned around and immediately stood face to face with Jade Cargill. So, we'll see. Uh, so yeah, Jade Cargill's officially on 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 the roster. Looks like she's on SmackDown. We'll see what's going to happen. So one of the things you told me, Johnny, is give Jade Cargill a chance. Yeah. Because you don't know. The thing you told me was you don't know how she's going to be in WWE. It could be a completely different person than who she was in AEW. 
She could be brushing up on stuff in the performance center, expanding her moveset, which is what I said that I wanted. Yeah. But you want Jade Cargill to win me over? You fucking interfere in that match? Yep. (laughs) That's how you get me. You, Jade Cargill, you want to win me over? You cost Charlotte that title. And now we're talking. I'm not going to like your name and all that shit. Like, I'm the biggest fan in the world. But you can win me over. This would be the way to start that. So give me that shit. Yeah, that's all I had to say about that. So yeah, that's that that was my moment of the week. We got we got general managers back and uh the the unfortunate thing about general managers is that eventually they're both gonna, gonna get fired. Yeah. Uh but real quick though, one last note. A rid- there had been talks as far as a month a month ago to bring in Mickey James also and have a Husband and wife GMs for SmackDown. Okay. okay. Yeah. Which I, unfortunately, Mickey can't do that right now, but that could still be in the cards in the future. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Yes. Nice. Nice moment. Hell yeah. Nick Aldis coming in. Jade Cargill getting in Charlotte's face. I fucking love that shit. So give me more of that. So. Now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment for WWE. Um, Well, I think they did the right thing. WWE this week, they put a big focus on NXT, and they won the night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, First, they had Cody Rhodes come out. He announced the uh, men's breakout tournament and the Dusty Check Classic, which would that's figured what we figured he'd do. So he had he, yeah, yeah, but he was also my general manager for the night. <laughs> <laughs> and the first match he set up was Dragonoff versus Dominic for the NXT title. <laughs> <laughs> and then he set up a bada bing, bada boom, uh, bada bing, bada boom, uh, battle royal for next week, <laughs> where you start out with. 10 tag teams and they get eliminated until there's two tag teams left. And once that happens, it turns into a regular tag team match. King and the, the winner and the winner faces, uh, uh, Tony D'Angelo and sparks for the yeah, NXT the titles, the family. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. <laughs> you had Oscar there. She beat Perez fairly easily. Uh, you had the main event with Breaker and a uh, Carmelo Hayes. I always I don't know why I want to say Carmelo Anthony, <laughs> but it's not Hayes. <laughs> uh, Bloodline tried to get involved. Cena t- took out Sokoa. Uh, Carmelo ended up getting the win, but after the end, Breaker took him out and he stood in the ring and said, I'm the biggest badass in WWE. And that's when the music hit. That's and the, when the Undertaker's dong appeared. Yeah, the Undertaker's the Undertaker's dong. What? 
Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. His bell. That's when the Undertaker came out as American badass on the motorcycle, yeah. rode it around, got in the ring. Basically told him, Hey, you might be the badass now, but there'll always be somebody bigger, and I'm the baddest of them all. And he chokes landing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they did it. It was a good show. They also had a, another, a few other matches with, uh, uh, what was it? The Brawling Brutes and Tyler Bate, Bate versus Gallus in a mm. pub rules match. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, they had and beer I, kegs out there, beer bottles, and I bar, did hear, bar, bar trays, everything. I did hear Paul Heyman was trying to talk Ava Rain into joining the, the bloodline. Yeah, that's another. So they showed Ava, her, him and her talking. Or, or Ava Gray, whatever her name is. Uh, Ava Rain's. It's Ava yeah. Reigns. Simone Johnson. Yeah. Which would make sense to have the Rock's daughter in in the bloodline because that's how you can get that the Rock versus Roman match. Yeah. And I see a future by the way they these two people interacted that when Paul Heyman's done with the bloodline, he could become the advocate for Braun Breaker. Because <laughs> that's the way he said it. It was funny. That's a good impression. <laughs> That's what he did. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think NXT was my moment of the night, week. Well, yeah, so they said that uh, more, and that there was actually a line to get in for NXT that night, and a lot of the regular fans couldn't get in because there were so many people, and they even had people that were camping out the night before to get in. Hmm. Yeah. So NXT's uh, all of a sudden starting to become a popular thing again. I mean, it was only for this one week, but we'll see if that momentum carries over. Yeah. <clears throat> that, that that is the problem. That that I wouldn't say it it is a problem. Okay. But that that is the main question. Is what they did this week going to be able to carry over into other weeks because right. if you look at it like you had you had Cena you had the bloodline you had the Undertaker you had Paul Heyman Judgment you had Day. LA Knight as a special guest referee yeah, yeah. like LA Knight was good yeah. a special guest referee <laughs> yeah. for so, dragging off yeah. they match yeah. uh -huh. not to bring the mood down I, I just, and, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, I like being a realist. I like keeping it real. You can't have all these people in NXT every single week because right. they do main roster shit. Right. And I'm pretty sure they don't want to, like, travel that far out or whatever. And right. in, the case of, in the case of John Cena, he's only there until the actor strike ends. Yeah. So there's you, you can't have them there every week. So you're not going to be able to rely on that. Right. But you can bring one or two every week. Yeah. And it might help. 
Like, but they, you still, like who's you, still the NXT Women's Champion? Becky Lynch, who's a main roster. Group. I was yeah. gonna say you still. I was like, you have Becky Lynch, you have Dominic, you have Baron Corbin. I mean, that's about it right now. But I mean, yeah, you can bring bring some other people in. Yeah, they had yeah. Mustafa, like, but they they fucked that up. Yeah, they got a triple threat match next week with Baron Corbin, Dijak, and Carmelo, and the winner faces Dragon off it. Halloween Havoc. <laughs> the two so, part Halloween Havoc. Yeah, two part. I don't know which part, but one of them. <laughs> yeah, one of them. <laughs> yeah, but see, that to me sounds good. So yeah, I mean, it was it was good for a week. You had all the star power there. We know why you did it. Yeah. So it it, it, it was fine. Like I, I I watched both of them this week actually. So. It, it was it was a, it was a good episode of NXT, but you know you had to bring in all these people to beat AEW, and you did. Yeah, I'll admit it. That's what happened. But it it's like it's like Kate from Fightful put it. She said on a Tuesday night, where there was supposedly more important stuff to watch. One point five million people chose to watch wrestling. Yeah, and that all, all in all, is a win. Yeah. So because so there was I, baseball on. Well, I was going to say I, 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 I didn't. You know, I haven't looked up the actual, the numbers of the the ratings for everything, but I can imagine that the top two, the top two shows on Tuesday night were baseball and wrestling. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Just going by this 1.5 million number between both shows, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro wrestling, big win on a Tuesday night this week. Yeah. All right. So just before we get to your moment, I want to put something out there, and and Freddie knows I'm good at doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is just speculation, but you know, since we got GMs now for Raw and SmackDown. Could we possibly getting be getting a GM for NXT, not just Shawn Michaels? Oh, I because know. Who. It's been about a year since uh, William Regal left AEW, and he wasn't allowed to be on TV for for a year. So maybe bring him back as GM of NXT. War Games. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Was, Let him was... make that announcement. Yeah. Hey man, who else other than Regal to be back in charge of NXT? You know, yeah, <laughs> that that's what needs to happen. If that's what if this is the road we're going down now, where everybody has a every show has a general manager again, hell yes, bring back bring back William Regal for NXT. We know he's there, okay, but bring him back in a TV role. Like yeah. On a weekly basis, and hell yeah, that's going to be a definite win. But y'all, y'all really like covered the basis as to what was really good this week. <laughs> Andrew went over. Andrew went over the whole NXT show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not that thought it was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they, they did it for to beat. <laughs> Yeah, AW, they did it. Yeah, 
Yeah. And and by the way, shout out to Tony Khan who called the uh, called Triple H and Shawn Michaels bald assholes on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm not condoning said behavior, but at the same time, that was funny as fuck. I mean, it was his birthday too, so yeah, like they kind of ruined it. (laughs) Yeah, they they really did, but he still had a fun time, you know. Yeah, yeah, we can't really be too mad at it. So I'm I'm not really gonna choose a moment. I'm just more gonna focus on something that we've already spoken about and kind of expand on it a little bit. Nick Aldis. So the immediate question that was asked by a lot of people, and and especially like people at Wrestle Talk, Ollie, looking at you, bro. Uh what what are we going to do with him? Is he just going to be a general manager or is he going to actually wrestle? I think eventually he will wrestle uh, at the at the first all in before AEW or yeah before AEW started Nick Dallas did wrestle Cody Rhodes for the NWA title. That's where you know, Cody took it out off him for him to later get it back. But I think you could you could rekindle that that rivalry in WWE. Okay, so hear me out because that's exactly where I was gonna go. Nick Aldis and Mickey James versus Cody Rhodes. Yes, and Brandy, of course, because yeah. everybody has always everybody has been asking too. Is, are they ever going to do something with Brandy? So you already got Nick Aldis there. You know, Mickey James is just a call away. Yeah. As long as they allow her to do it, she, you know she'll be there. So you do Nick Aldis and Mickey James versus Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Well, wasn't it a couple years ago where Mickey James appeared in the Rumble as Impact Champion? Yeah, <laughs> but, they, but they didn't recognize her as Impact Champion, right? Yeah, but hey, it happened. She was there, so you know it can very well happen again. And I'm sorry, Kev. Uh, I take it you're not a very big Nick Aldis fan, but it, it's what happened, man. So now, now we have to try and speculate and factor as to what they're going to do with him. And it, me personally, if because I was thinking of AEW as well, now that Cody and Nick are both in AEW and WWE, I mean, you know it's going to happen. You know they're going to cross paths and it's going to get brought up. Not necessarily saying AEW on screen, but they're going to acknowledge that they know each other. And if they don't want, if they want to do this mixed tag match, I'm down for it. I want to see Brandy Rhodes in in the ring. And, and possibly, you know, once Cody does finish the story with Roman and becomes the champion, you could set up a title match down the line with Nick Aldis versus Cody. And you could... You could have have an uh, like another championship title match between them. 
Yeah. So a lot, again, I saw a lot of people pose that question as to is Nick Aldis going to get in the ring? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's only like 36 or 37. Yeah, he's he's younger than Roman Reigns. Yeah. I think he's the same age as Cody. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's younger than LA Knight, too. Younger than the Usos. Yeah. Yeah, the Usos are 37. Yeah. So I think he's 36. So you got all this top talent that he is younger than. So yeah, man, you you just gotta you just gotta use them right. So have him do the general manager thing for a couple of months, and he could even do both if he wanted to. Yeah, we've seen it happen before. So yeah, yeah. I, I just, and we got KO on SmackDown now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we got to see what's gonna happen there because you know Sammy isn't gonna be too happy. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But yeah. That that's just what I think should happen. There there's I'm a lot of in, a lot of interesting parts right now in WWE that could that you know could ha- all cross paths or come together cuz you have you have the the bloodline and the judgment thing, Kevin Owens, the same Zayn and uh, Jay and Cody and now you got Nick Aldis. So, you know, there's just, just a bunch of people that could interact in, in one way or another. Uh, I just want to point out Kevin's hatred towards Nick Aldis. <laughs> he said Aldis is as dry as a martini. <laughs> he, he's British. Okay? He's, 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 he's got the, the dry English wit. All right? Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah. He's going to do fine. Like, you get him in ring. He's going to show what he can do. And he he's going to win some people over. For those that don't know him, yeah. he's going to win go, some go, go look up some of his, his matches. Yeah. Go go look at that match he had with Cody. Yeah, the all-in match. That's a real good match. Which which we may be we we may be able to watch again soon. Which that brings me to my point that I forgot that that uh, um, Bleacher Report is coming to Max. Right. Yes. Which, yes, yes. Which means that all all AEW pay per views will, will be on Max for an extra ten dollars a month. Oh, there you go. Which ten dollars a month isn't bad? It's not, but see, my my sister owns the the max. Uh, she pays the max in our house, uh-huh. and she's already told me she's not she's not paying the extra ten dollars. Well, you can just use mine, bro. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I'll just give you my info later. Yeah. Once that once that actually happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll just send you my info then because I'm going to definitely get that shit. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Disney, I might have to drop you. <laughs> Kev is going to hate that too. But I'm sorry. So, uh, cost-cutting measures have to be taken for me to get all this. Well, no Mandalorian then. That's why he's going to be mad, bro. <laughs> I might no, be able no. to work it out. I might no be able to say he's Disney. 
No Mercedes. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what I decide. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's basically what I think should happen there. So now that we've gone through our moments for WWE, I'm gonna go back to Johnny and get his moment for AEW. Okay, so it doesn't matter. I, it doesn't matter who who the wrestler is. MJF always manages to be a, a great promo. So, uh, you you know, Jay White has he, he stole his belt uh, a couple weeks ago, which is Jay White's known for stealing belts. He he did it in New Japan, um, but uh, MJF came out. And he he said that he's. He's been trying to work on being a better person. You know, he's got this friendship with Adam Cole going. Um, you know, he's trying to be understanding, even though Adam Cole was, is still trying to lean towards going to Roger Strong, which, which, since he's out with the injury and the surgery, he's got all of Roddy's attention right now anyway. But uh, uh, BMJF asked for the title back. And Jay White's like, well, well, you find find three other people, and and you can face Bullet Club Gold, and if you win, then you can get the title back. So they set up uh, later on a match between with MJF and the acclaimed with Daddy Ass versus Bullet Club Bullet Club Gold. But then, but then the promo got uh, a little more serious. Uh, Juice Robinson said that he he wants. That diamond ring, which this coming week is the annual uh, ter- uh, battle royal for the diamond ring, uh, and then then Jay White said that he's got a he's got a row of quarters waiting for MJF mm-hmm. with his name on them. Now this works in two ways because one a row of quarters that's a weapon that he used Jay White used in New Japan for many years. But it also works the other way because MJF in the past has talked about kids throwing quarters at him because he's a Jew. There were a lot of people saying that this wasn't the right uh, the right uh, time to bring this promo out, considering what happened last weekend and all the news that has been centered uh, centered on Israel all week long and, and Gaza. Uh, so I, I mean, I, I I wasn't too offended, but I know some people out there might have been, you know, I, I, but but it got MJF upset nonetheless. Yeah. What what do, do y'all think, Drew? I'm gonna go with you first. <laughs> I don't think he meant it as something. Negative versus against Jews. No, I just think he meant it as because that's kind of like him pulling out brass knuckles yeah. or something like that. Because he's used roller quarters about or hundreds like, of times in the in New Japan, so I don't or, think he meant anything by it. Or, or like when MJF uses the ring, <laughs> or like MJF uses the ring and act. <laughs> Never mind, y'all haven't watched it yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Juice used during the night. <laughs> okay. So you all have that to look forward to. Okay. <laughs> Silver Roller Quarters, he's got his own ring now. 
Yeah. He was proposed to by Jay White. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's what it looked like. <laughs> Tony Storm's gonna get jealous. Yeah, I know. Hey, but you know, if if it, I know, I'm I'm shooting my shot here, but if it does, hey, Tony, if it does cause some tension, and Tony is like, "Nah, fam, uh, what's up?" I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but what's up? Slap your titties, though. <laughs> fine with me, dude. <laughs> That's fine with me. In all seriousness, though, like with this whole MJF thing and the quarters and the whole situation with Palestine and all that, um, this the only way this could happen right now is if MJF approved it. And he he oh, obviously yeah. did. Of course, yeah. And they made that very clear. Not on TV, but behind the scenes, they put out the report that it, it was clear, obviously. So I personally don't have a problem with it. It was something that they have done in the past. It's not like yeah. it's something new that they decided to do. Right. So the fact that it was referenced before, it was a story that MJF had already told. I don't see I don't see the problem in it because if you didn't have a problem with it then, why would you <laughs> have a problem with it now? But you know. This, and and we have said this many times. This is a distraction from shit that goes on in the real world. Yeah, but unfortunately, this ties in to what's going on in the real world. But sometimes we just gotta set that aside for a couple of hours. I know it's difficult. The shit is difficult. My sister's in law are down that way right now they decided to the day they declared war is the day they traveled they started their travel over there so i understand trust me her in-laws are some of the most amazing people i've ever met all right they are cool as fuck <laughs> and unfortunately they're over there right now but it, it's like my sister said, they have, this isn't the first war they've been through and it won't be the last, obviously. So, yeah, they're over there. They're being careful. They're just hanging around with family and we'll, we'll just hope for their safe return. And unfortunately, like some real horrible stuff is over there, is happening over there right now. But. Yeah, I, I I don't see a problem because it was already used. So can't can't really say too much else about it than I already did. So But yeah, man, MJF is just MJF is just uh doing this thing, man, and he he's one of the most entertaining people 
right now. And what the fuck do you... What are you doing, man? Roddy, why the fuck do you have Adam Cole mowing your lawn? I'm like, what the hell is going on? And moving furniture. Yeah, <laughs> and moving furniture, bro. He's over there fucking in a... He's got his leg on a kickstand. And you have him fucking pushing furniture and mowing your lawn, dude. Come on. Yeah. Come on. That's the real Travis. Let him go get surgery already. Yeah. Let him go. He already got surgery. Yeah, yeah. In real life, he already got surgery. But, yeah. Why why are you doing that? If if he's such a good friend of yours, why in the fuck is he doing all this stuff for you when he's injured? But, you know, that's the fun of it all. But, yeah. That's the kind of thing we get with this, man. It's a distraction from the real world. So, but like I said, unfortunately, it ties in from time to time. But now that we had Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment for AEW. Any guesses? Cheetah. Yes. I have one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for the first time, we have a three-time women's AEW champion. <laughs> Sheeta, Sheeta defended Sor- defeated Soraya and probably one of the longest women's matches AW's had in a while. <laughs> yeah. That match went on and on and on. You even had a interference from Ruby Soho who was who was banned from ringside but showed up anyway <laughs> in a ninja outfit <laughs> and then was run off with Tony and her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Watch for the shoe. Watch for the shoe. Oh. <laughs> uh, Sheeta actually got spray painted, painted paint sprayed in her face, and still kicked out. She used two of her uh, finishers to finally knock out Soraya. And she's like I said, she's the first three-time women's champ. <laughs> Sheeta is always going to be like it when used right because for a while there she she wasn't really used all that well but when you put some trust behind her in what she can do she can be your highlight of the night yes and this women's division picking back up and being stronger than ever This can this can have some really good shit happening. And I know some people are upset because Soraya lost the title. But I'm going to be completely honest with you here. I did not expect for Sheeta to win. I thought Soraya's title reign was going to be longer than this. But what a pleasant surprise. To have she to win, yeah, yeah. Well, I think Soraya's title is a longer because she's been out for so long and she's not, she's ready, but she's not ready to defend it as much as someone like Sheeta is, yeah, B- because of her long when well, she was out, what nine years, seven years, something like that, yeah. yeah. So she's not yeah. in 
I know she's been back, what, almost a year or so? Yeah. But I don't know if she's in wrestling shape to defend it as much as Sheeta could. Yeah. She she can't be in a ring every week. Right, like Sheeta can. Yeah, and that's what you need with a women's champion, for her to be able to get in there every single week and have a match, if not defend it, every single week or every other week. Kind of like Statlander's been doing lately. Yeah. Who's defended it again tonight? <laughs> yeah. So I understand the decision. I'm happy for the decision. I just didn't expect for that to happen. But hey, I'm happy either way. Sheeta is a badass person and she's going to give us high quality matches. So, hell yeah. I'm happy that she won it. So what I want to focus on, and I want to get y'all's thoughts on it, Adam Copeland having his first match against Luchasaurus. How did y'all how do y'all feel between the last couple of matches he had in WWE and seeing his first match in AEW? I actually didn't. Uh, I didn't get to see it. See it. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot you had some issues. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> had recording <laughs> issues because it was on a different night. Yeah. So I'll go over to Andrew. How did How did you feel about Adam Copeland's first match in AEW? It's a lot like I thought it was, especially going up against someone like. Luchasaurus, which is a bigger guy than Adam. I almost said, said his WWE name. <laughs> yeah, we still got to get used to that. Yeah. yeah. Or, or Copeland or whatever he's going by. I don't say Adam Copeland, but. <laughs> yeah, Adam But. And the, he. What's the word? He was a. Not the aggressor for most of the match, but he ended up getting the win. So, yeah, it's kind of like Adam did it, Edge did in a WWE. I think it's on par with his last few matches in WWE. You I can tell he's been off of what a couple months, but he'll get over that. <laughs> yeah, he, here's the one thing I am gonna as say long as he's not gonna. I just wonder if they're gonna give him the WWE treatment where he's only gonna be. Oh no, no. Tony Khan, Tony Khan said he's full time. He's there every every week. Okay. On all well, as, long, as long as he does that, he can probably get back into the rhythm better and have yeah more energetic matches. But yeah, especially with the bigger guy, he's gonna he looked good. Yeah, <laughs> at least and, I thought he did. And no, I did too. And and here's what I'm gonna say about the match as a whole. Yes, it, it's a different style that he has to get used to. Because even even with some of the older talent in AEW, it's a faster paced match. Yeah. They still <laughs> no nobody is safe from having a rough match. It's gonna be a safe match because that's how well they work together. But they're still going to take 
a legit amount of bumps. More, yeah. more than they took in WWE. Yeah. It's, so that's, that, I believe it's faster paced, too. Yeah. It's not these sit down in the corner and beat them and choke them out. Yeah, well, that's, the thing about, that's the thing about AEW. They have different style matches. Yeah. What's up, Zach? Yeah. How's it going, bro? But you bro. can't have a match like that because I saw one tonight. With... Yeah. But you also have the five, faster, higher pace flying luchador match. Yeah. Also, uh, shout out to Ian Ricky Bonnie who tried to rename his finisher last week. He called it because you can't call it the education anymore. So he called it the the complication, which didn't really work out. So I think they're so they're just going back to calling calling it the impaler. Yeah, which is what it is. Impaler's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't have to get real technical with every single name, but yeah. <laughs> Zach said you can call it Copenhagen. <laughs> I get that. I get that. I get that. I see what you did there. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I, I can see the sleep did you well mm. into thinking about things because that's not bad, actually. <laughs> but yeah, all, all in all, uh, Adam Copeland's first match in AEW, he held his own. Yes, he took a lot of punishment. But that is the type of matches you have to expect for you to have in AEW. It doesn't matter how much of a veteran you are. You're still going to have to put up these type of matches. And, yeah, I think he did solid for his first match out. I enjoyed it. I was never worried about him being injured in some sort of way because even though he took his fair amount of being manhandled and thrown all over the place, he was thrown all over that ring, bro. Like, yeah. Uchisaurus was just swinging him back and forth. And outside the ring. Yeah, and outside the ring. So, for his first match, I think it was a very good AEW type of match for him. And it, it just made me more excited about what's to come in the future and what type of other matches he's going to have. A lot of, like, we, we, we brought it up beforehand. If it ever happened, this is what we wanted to see. But now that he's had his first match, people are saying, you know, once him and Christian sort their shit out, Adam Copeland and Christian. That's also weird to say. <laughs> Versus the Hardy Boys. Like, as one of their final matches ever. Because, you know, the Hardy Boys are close to retirement. Just as much as Adam and Christian are. So, this is truly going to be one of the last times we'd be able to see them work together. And I, I'm excited for what's to come, man. Yeah. Solid first match for... for I almost said it, too. <laughs> I, I almost said it as well. Solid first match for Adam Copeland in AEW. 
and I'm excited to see what comes from it. So, hell yeah. And took I, I just, it still hurts a little bit when Christian is just like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. That hurts, it was go fuck yourself. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that still hurts. But, uh, Zach, I, I, you're cool, man. And, and, like we respect you and all that shit. So, but that kid, bro, that kid is good. So don't be too mad at him for attacking Adam from behind. Nick Wayne is a badass, and if you get a chance, definitely check him out because he's the future, bro. So yeah, I I could see what you mean though. You know, someone coming into watching Adam Copeland in AEW and not knowing who Nick Wayne is. I could see why you would think that, but yeah, that definitely, definitely give him a look. I know I've said that to you once before, but hell yeah, he he's the future of this shit, man. But yeah, lot lots of good shit going on in WWE, and he, even though viewership is there for AEW, uh, attendance is going to get back up again, so we don't need to worry about that right now. It's going to be there. Trust me. Plus, winter is coming, I hope. We need that announcement soon because I'm dying over here. I mean, it's going to come eventually. With yeah. I actual, actual winter. I just want that email in my inbox that says, your tickets for winter is coming have been purchased. That's all <laughs> I want. I, the floor I, seats. Yeah, floor seats. I just want that email in my inbox already. But let me check something real quick. I'm going to go to the AWTIX site. Okay. And I'm just going to see what the goals scroll all the way down, see what, because they always list all their shows. Okay. All in for next year is the last show. And right now we have. Uh, yeah, it's a AEW uh, Rampage and Dynamite for December eighth. Okay, so they're like December sixth, December sixth. Yeah, which is like the week before. So okay, so yes. it should be announced soon. Yes, maybe next week. Maybe I'm hoping at least by the end of the month. Yeah, you know what? Give give us to the end of the month. And, and that would be good enough for me. But, yeah, Zach, ringside is the goal. That's what we're trying to get again, especially we, after last year. Yeah. We don't yeah. have to be camera either. <laughs> but it would be nice, but we don't have to be cameraman necessarily. Yeah. Because as much as they walk, they walk around the outside and fight around the outside, if we're ringside, we should get on camera anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But – Hell yeah. Hopefully it gets announced by the end of the month. But to see how it goes, like always, it is time to stump the brain. Hmm. WrestleMania 1. 
Who fought Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? <laughs> <laughs> That's a random question. <laughs> yeah, we're going back to the random questions, bro. Like, <laughs> like there, there's no shows coming up, like as far as pay per views, uh, in the media future. So yeah, we're going back to random questions. Yeah, we got our fingers crossed on that one, Zach. We want them good seats. Hmm. Uh, I can't think of it. Holy <laughs> shit. You you actually stumped me. Really <laughs> I'm not even, even going to attempt to guess. Wow. I, I think that is a first. Normally, we're able to get some sort of an answer from him. I, I would say Randy Savage, but, I, but that's, I think that's still a few years away from that. We got him this week. <laughs> oh, he's pulling up something. <laughs> he's got to search for the answer himself, too. Now, I'm pretty sure he had to answer. He's just looking up details. Oh. He, wants to, he wants to inform us. <clears throat> It was before he became Doink. It was Matt Bourne. Matt Bourne, yeah. <laughs> and that was before the whole Doink and Doink the yeah. Clown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was even before Matt Bourne was wrestling here in Dallas. Yep. So, yeah. Okay. I have to go look. I have to go watch that again. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt Bourne. I, now WrestleMania three was Ricky and. Uh, Macho Man for the Intercontinental Title. See, uh, see, Matt, that, Matt, that was I mean, three. Matt Bourne didn't even didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> I used to watch Matt Bourne this morning. Yeah, now, now we got to go watch some. Which brings me to my next, my, my the last thing I wanted to bring up was that they did release a trailer this week for the Iron Claws. Yes. I can't wait. About to say, true that story looks awesome. Letters. Yes, yes, it does look awesome, and I, I, I can't wait. And I hope, I, I, I hope it gets some, some kind of recognition for some, some kind of Oscar. Yeah, not it doesn't have to be be film movie of the year, but no. at least like, like maybe, maybe uh, it's probably. Uh, Zach Efron can get like a best male nod or you know, I, or it could get a what do they call what? that not a not original screenplay but adapted screenplay. Right, right. Or, or based on a true story, but yes, yeah. yeah. Or even like a best supporting actor or something For like that. MJF. <laughs> oh no, happens. <laughs> MJF has a small role. <laughs> yeah, it's not supporting actor. He's a cousin. Come on. His but, face, his face, looking real cousin. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but 
as if it gets something like that, like a best supporting actor or a best adapted screenplay or even like score, because you know the score is going to be yeah. badass. And I don't, I don't even need it to win, just a nomination. Yeah. No, I want it to win something. So I'm going to throw a trivia question at you. In the trailer, in the trailer, they played Thomas Sawyer by Rush. Do you know why that song is significant? Wasn't that like David's entrance song or something? That was okay. So back in the eighties, this was before before Jim Johnson. Uh, World Class was the first wrestling company to have entrance music. The first original one was done by Michael Hayes with Battery USA. Yeah, but all the other wrestlers they used uh, established uh, songs, songs, rock and hip hop. Uh, like a couple notable ones, like uh, they used to call Jeff Jarrett "Simply Irresistible." So of course, the song he came down to was "Simply Irresistible" by Robert Palmer. And like, I remember the Fantastics came out to uh, "Sharp Dressed Man" by ZZ Top. Yeah. And Chris Adams would come down to uh, to uh, won't back down by Tom Petty. Well, Carrie Von Eric, they call him the modern day warrior. The modern modern day warrior is the first three words of Tom Sawyer's. Yeah, I, I thought it was one of I knew it was one of their interests. I just didn't yeah. know which one. Carrie, yeah. So yeah, there you go. There's some there's some trivia there that I I, I can't answer correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if y'all haven't, if y'all haven't been able to watch the trailer for it, definitely watch it. I've seen it about three times myself, and I can't wait for this movie. Yeah, it comes out December twenty second, the Friday before Christmas, and I'm hoping maybe the week before that I'll, I want to stream the Triumph and Tragedy of WCCW. Which is the uh, the WWE documentary that came out with in 2007, which tells the, the true story. Yeah, it's about so, what an hour long, I think. Two hours. Two hours now. So, yeah, so kind of it'll get you ready for for the movie itself. So that look look forward to that. Hell yeah! Yeah, definitely look forward to that and plan on watching the movie because it's going to be great and. If it does, if it does win awards, it's just going to put more eyes on the pro wrestling world. Yep, this and is a, that is exactly what we want. The first wrestling movie to come out since Fighting with My Family. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> and also, uh, Kev said, uh, "Road Warriors came down to Iron Man by Ozzy Osbourne." So, just another music <laughs> fact. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah, you, that was, for that one. Yeah. Oh, uh, the great Kabuki came out to bang your head. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like always, if you guys have any questions or comments, wrestlelost at gmail.com, wrestlelost on Facebook, and uh, don't forget to give us a follow here on Twitch and on our YouTube channel and our TikTok, Russell Lost. Yeah. Russell Lost Pod. I keep, <laughs> I keep on forgetting if I just put Russell Lost or Russell Lost Pod. But yeah, it's <laughs> Russell Lost Pod on TikTok. So 
Hope everybody enjoys their weekend, and we will see you all next week. See you next week.